For too many years, we've been told to show the horse who's boss, use gadgets, and ride two and three-year-olds. We're expected to follow fashionable trends, like riding behind the vertical or with your horse's nose on the ground, and put our short-term performance goals before the long-term health of a horse. This sounds crazy to me, because we're forgetting all about the horse. In this show, you'll learn why groundwork, lateral movements, liberty work, and pole work are so important in your training program. Plus, how to build lightness and softness in the saddle by recognizing the try and building confidence in both horse and rider. We know that horses are only physically mature at five and a half years of age at the earliest. We believe that collection is not a head position. We know that older horses are not disposable. Walking 100 miles on foot is amazing to build that connection together. And that bitless bridles, California hackamores, bosal and macates can be really useful. We never place competition goals above our horse's health and we know that self-carriage means that the horse does it by himself. We take as long as it takes and we understand the importance of working slowly with the horse to build connection, trust and partnership together and we aim to always put the horse's mental, physical and emotional needs first. So I promise to share all my horsemanship strategies with you. Sounds good? I'm your host, Elaine Heaney, creator of the Listening to the Horse documentary. Let's get the show started. I want to tell you a story about fungi. And if you've ever visited the Cork Kerry area of Ireland, or if you're Irish or you've ever lived in Ireland, you will have heard of fungi before. So fungi is a wild dolphin. He lives in Kerry in the southwest of Ireland, and he's lived there wild in the Atlantic Ocean for over 30 years. And he actually started a whole tourist industry in Kerry because Dingle used to be a fishing village with a little bit of tourism kind of thrown in. But thanks to Fungi, many years later, Dingle has ended up more like a tourism hotspot with a little bit of fishing thrown in. And people used to come all over the world to see Fungi and to swim with him. And there was lots of fishermen there and they used to sail in and out of the harbour going to, um, to catch fish out in the sea or whatever. And Fungi would hear the engines of the boats as they were going in and out of the harbour and he would actually swim along with the boats. So there was one particular guy who owned one of the boats there and he'd been a fisherman for all his life. And one day he was driving along the coast road and he saw a guy walking on the road and he didn't recognise him. So he stopped the car and the man who was walking along, he asked him, do you know Fungi? Because I'm looking for this particular beach because I want to go and see Fungi. And so the Kerry fisherman looked at him and he said, well, listen, why don't you hop into the car and I'll show you a couple of beaches where I think he he probably will be at this time of day. So the guy on the road who was walking along was a French guy and he couldn't get over how kind the offer was. So he opened the door of the car, sat into the car and soon the two of them, the Frenchman and the fisherman, (laughs) were driving around looking at different beaches looking for fungi. And at one stage, the French tourist, he looked at the fisherman and he just noticed that his skin was a little bit pale and he asked the fisherman, are you okay? So the fisherman said, yeah, listen, I'm grand, I'm fine, but I'm just, I'm on a waiting list for the hospital. I have a bit of a problem with my heart and I don't have the proper health insurance, so I had to go on a waiting list and wait a couple of years to try and get it fixed. So the Frenchman looked at the fisherman and he said, do you know who I am? And the fisherman turned to him and looked at him and said, I have no idea who you are. And the Frenchman said, I'm a cardiologist in France. And what I want you to do is get on a plane to France and I'll fix your heart for you. 
And that's exactly what happened. The fisherman flew over, had the heart operation, everything went really well, and he doesn't have any health issues anymore. He's he's back to normal. This is a completely true story. And there's something really amazing in it. Literally, it's the power of a little act of kindness. You know, this guy was just cruising along in his car, saw somebody, had a chat with him, figuring out what was up and just offered to drive him around looking for the dolphin. So kindness is so powerful. And I think it's something that's, it's so important that we show our horses kindness every day as well. And one very powerful way to show kindness to your horse is to give your horse the gift of choice. And I love to do this every day with Liberty Work, which actually begins the moment I see my horses and step into the field or the paddock. When I come around that corner where we've kind of aligned the trees and I come and they can't see me when I'm behind them, but I just step around the corner and then I see them and they see me and they put their heads up and their little ears are pricked and I'm just like, oh, but that's where it starts. It's literally from when you see them. And I believe that when you take off the halter, you're actually left with the truth. And it's amazing to build that connection. Now, if you're already doing liberty work with your horse, I think that's brilliant. I think we probably can't do enough liberty work. I think it's so powerful. But if you'd like to try it out, maybe you've never done it before or you're not too sure where to start, you can find some training and some exercises that I do with my horses, Ozzy and Matilda, at dancingatliberty.com. Now what I want to do this week is I want to share a fun exercise that you can try at home with your horse. And it's called Relax the Back. It is a riding exercise. You don't need any tools. You don't need to ride in a particular place or anything. Wherever you normally ride is is fine. Now this is a lesson that Ozzy, my Connemara, taught me. So one day I was riding riding Ozzy and I noticed that we were just walking around and his walk was fine. But he wasn't really striding out in a big ground covering walk that I know he's well able to do. So I was trying to figure out what I could do to help this happen. So I assumed I was probably blocking his forward motion in some way. And I was trying to figure out what I could do. And I was thinking about my posture and and where I was holding tension. And what I decided to do, I was kind of going through different things. I decided to relax my lower back and to to really, really allow it to move with the movement of the saddle. Oh my God, that completely worked. So Ozzy started to do this huge, like 18 hand horse stride in walk. It was amazing. So what I would like you to do, I I think this is probably something that, that a lot of riders are kind of stiff in the lower back. And when we're stiff in the lower back, our pelvis doesn't move as well and then we're restricting the barrel, the movement of the barrel in the horse, and we're restricting the horse's hind feet, so everything is like causing issues. So if we can really soften up that lower back and just release tension, I think it's gonna make a huge difference. So your homework this week is to ride your horse at walk. And while you're doing it, I want you to notice if you're holding any tension in your lower back, and then just release it. Just think about it and just allow your lower back to soften and allow your hips to follow the movement of the saddle. And then I'd like you to see if this results in any change in the type of walk your horse is offering you. Now, as always, I want to give a shout out to some of our students who've been doing great work with our horses this week. So first, I want to say congratulations to two of our students who have been working on liberty with their horses. So first, we have Connie and Jolie from Idaho, USA. So Connie said, I have a seven-year-old mare called Jolie. Dancing at Liberty has opened a whole new world of communication. It has allowed me to grow in trust of Jolie wanting to be near me. She's always adored being scratched and groomed, but has always been tied while I'm doing it. 
Being at liberty gives me an opportunity to observe more closely any information that Jolie relays to me. Jolie and I walked around at liberty on a planned walk. I was elated she wanted to be with me. I felt bonded and important to her. To have a deeper connectedness and confidence in communication with your horse is really powerful. Fantastic. And then we have, who do we have? Oh yes, we have Spanky. <laughs> so <laughs> Spanky is a Mustang. He's 18 years old. He's very mouthy and dangerous. So I've done a bit of liberty with Spanky, but using positive reinforcement, which made him too excited and aggressive. Help. <laughs> so she said, I'm spending the time observing, observing Spanky and allowing him to have a choice. He's changing. I'm actually beginning to enjoy being with Spanky. That's big. I like this program. I've done so many other programs as well as fancy clinics to try and have a better relationship with Spanky, but Dancing at Liberty might just be what helps us. That is excellent. And yeah, positive reinforcement can definitely work in certain situations, but yeah, there is, if it's kind of, it depends, it really depends on the horse, depends on the situation. I would have it in my toolbox that if a situation appeared that I was like, maybe it's something I could try, but in general, it's not something I do. I do a ton of. And then finally, we have Rachel. So Rachel is working on pole work with her horse this week. And she said, had to mention we had a super online session today as rain was threatening. So we did some different pole exercises. Uh, my horse tried to work out each scenario. She is, I'm so chuffed and her confidence in me is definitely improving. That's fantastic. So well done, everybody. Keep up the good work. And if you'd like to be featured in this section of the podcast, or you'd just like to read some more inspiring stories from our students all around the world, all you have to do is join our community at starthorselistening.com. Thanks very much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to discover more about my work and approach with horses, or you're interested in improving your pole work, your liberty work or lateral work, you can find out more about me and check out our range of online courses at greyponyfilms.com.